Hello, people of the world and people of God. <laughs> welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. Hi, guys, welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> this is your host, the one and only King Cor. That intro I just did right there reminds me of, I don't know if anybody listens to with the Perry's podcast, Jackie Hill Perry and Preston Perry, but whenever they have a podcast, they start it with, hello, saints and ain'ts, <laughs> and that was funny, yeah, I just thought that was funny, but hi, good morning, no, not good morning, because I'm recording this like later in the day, so good evening, or good morning if you're listening to this in the morning, I hope you have been having a good start to your week. I know it's Monday. I was supposed to have this early in the morning for y'all, but life just catches up to you sometimes, okay? Okay, so currently, I am in, I am at school recording this, actually, but I'm not in my dorm. I am in a sound booth that my school has, and they have, like, mics and well actually i work here (laughs) it's called the digital digital media lab and my school just has like okay there's a department of the school called the digital media lab and they kind of handle anything like media production so it's like on the lower level of the library this is for anybody who goes to my school and kind of wants to do something like that we have like production rooms and then we have sound rooms where like people come record music or podcasts like I'm doing or like you know just soundproof rooms SoundCloud rappers love it here they do I promise and then we have like cameras and mics and like just digital media stuff that like people want to rent out um and I saw that they were hiring and I was like this is the perfect job for me like I do a lot of stuff in media production they also sometimes need help with like you know editing you know videos final cut pro all of that and i just work at the front desk over there and i was like this is an amazing job i get to do my homework and i get to like rent out cameras and like help people with like production stuff which is really cool so i actually just got off a shift today and while i was working i was like yo let me let me put my work to use and let me book a sound room and use one of these mics and see see if I like it. See if I will um, start recording my podcast here at work <laughs> instead of in my dorm. Low-key, though, it does feel a little bit less private because nobody can see me. The room is dark, but like, and nobody can hear me, which is the best part. It's just that I'm just nervous. Like, I I feel like because I'm not confined to the space of my room, I can't really be as personal as I would have, you know? It doesn't feel like it's just me and you anymore. It feels like me, you, and a thousand other UMass students because I'm in the downstairs floor of the library. So, yeah. But, But this is perfect for this episode because this episode, I'm not talking about me for once. What? I'm actually talking about you guys. So I had... You guys send in some questions, advice, um, and I know a couple podcasts that do these. The podcast with Michelle Reed and 
Michelle Reed does this. Emma Chamberlain also does this. And it's just kind of like an advice session. And I know a couple other podcasts do these too. And I thought I would do that because I get sick of talking about me, you know, consecutively. And I'm sure you guys probably get sick of hearing about me. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I'll say you guys don't. I'll say that you guys love me so much that you want to hear about me all the time. Which you probably do. But I am sick of talking about myself. So in this episode, I wanted to actually help you guys because I... One thing, since I haven't been feeling well recently, which I'm happy to announce that I'm in a much better mood, you know, than normal or than I have been for the past couple weeks, which is amazing. I'm so glad that I got out of that, like, weird feeling that I was feeling. Um, And I I realized that I was just feeling like that due to just, like, loneliness and not being happy with by myself. And I've learned to combat those feelings, you know. And just finding joy and being alone and, you know, discovering the world through kind of like God's eyes. Like while I'm alone, I get to just be silent, walking alone. I observe nature. I observe my thoughts. I listen to podcasts that I love. It's just a good time. I'm having fun by myself. So I'm out of that funk. But, yeah, where was I going with this? Shoot, I forgot. (laughs) My stepdad is home. He lives in Alaska, but he's home now. And he listens to my podcast, and he's always like, Karen, you always, like, switch topics, like, mid-sentence. Like, it's hard to follow because you're always talking about something else. I'm like, I'm sorry. I need to stay on track. Okay, so where are we going with this? Yes, answering your questions. That's where we're going with this. So you guys had sent me some advice, dilemmas, you know, Things that you were concerned about, kind of sort of like a, what would Karen do? Or I called it a, what would King Cora do? So what would King Cora do in this situation? And I feel like right now I'm in the best state to give advice because I kind of have a whole new perspective on things right now. And I probably would have given y'all, I mean, not bad advice, but I'm, I think I'm happy with the answers I would have had now versus the answers that I would have had, you know, maybe six months ago. So, I want to do these pretty frequently, maybe once a month, once um, every two months, or maybe like as a bonus episode. I'm not sure however you want. A few people sent me some questions, so thank you if you did, honestly. And I know the podcast Instagram page is lacking, but I really want you guys to interact with me on there, please, so that I can hear from you. Okay, so we only have... A couple questions so far, so I'm going to go very in-depth with them. I was looking at them, I was like, oh, not a lot of people sent in questions, but it actually is okay that not a lot of people sent in questions because then I get to just focus on whoever sent in questions and really, you know, deep dive into their thoughts, no, my thoughts on their situations. So, are we ready? Are you sure? Are you in the right headspace to consume this information? Okay, so let's start with the first question. Pretty easy. I'm not going to say their names, but she said, number one, this is the first question. How to make connections with people? I feel like I don't know how to make friends anymore. And this is a very good question because I feel like a lot of people feel this way, you know? I feel like a lot of people, especially after quarantine, you know, being by yourself for so long, I feel like a lot of people are kind of don't know how to interact interrupt 
interact with the outside world. And I feel that. I feel that. I don't know at what point in my life I became extroverted, but I used to be very, very introverted. And part of that was because I just had moved from Africa, so I was very, like, there was a accent barrier and I didn't like talking because I knew people would look at me weird because of my accent and I just didn't know how to relate with the American culture everything was just weird to me things that were funny to y'all were not funny to me things that were funny to me nobody understood why they were funny to me so it was kind of like a culture you know difference and I really suffered with making friends but now I feel like I've become better at making connections or connecting with people and I will give you my five step, just kidding, I do not have five steps, I don't know why I just said five steps, but I'm going to break it down to you how I like first make a friend, or if I see someone interesting and I'm like, oh, I want to be talk to her, this is how I do it, okay? So first you have to, you have to spot your target, <laughs> and you have to, um, ooh, Okay, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay on topic and then I'm going to talk about what just entered my brain just now. Sorry. I'm going to keep, be on track. All right. So I spot my target and normally I'll, it'll just be like, where am I in that moment? You know, am I in class? Am I at a meeting? Am I just walking across? Is there somebody that I want to talk to? I spot them and then I kind of analyze our surroundings. Are we both like in the same class or are we both in the same, let's say, fashion club meeting. Like, where are we? And then with that, you can gauge what you can talk about because it's just where both of you are right now, you know? So, for example, if I'm in, like, a club meeting, I see some girl. The first thing I do is compliment people. I mean, I don't do this intentionally to just make them think that I'm nice. I genuinely love giving out compliments, and I always love finding something about somebody that I like. And I'm trying to practice this thing where I think it was Brandon Lake who said it. She said he said if you see something, say something. So if you see greatness inside of somebody, say it. We often think nice thoughts of people but we don't say it. And it's like why? They probably really needed that or appreciate that. So if I like someone's outfit, I do not hesitate to tell them that I like their outfit because I know how it makes me feel when I when people tell me they like my outfit, you know? So Normally, I first be like, hey, I, I really love your outfit. I just be like, I love your outfit today. Or, I really like your shoes. I don't say it like that. That's just a very weird animated voice. But I'll probably be like, those shoes are fire. <laughs> and they'll be like, thanks. And I'll be like, yeah. We're, like, and if I want to know more about like, where'd you get them or something like that. So first start with a compliment and then you can... You know, talk about what it, whatever item that you complimented. Maybe it's, it's your hair. You talk more a bit about that. Like, oh, how'd you do it? So I've always wanted to do my hair like that. You know, something. Just find something about them that is nice to say that you mean. Don't just be fake. If you don't like something, don't say you like it. But find something about them that you enjoy and try and get them to talk to you more about it because they probably are happy that you noticed. And then once you do that, you can introduce your name and then just start talking. And I think this is easier said than done. Because you said, I feel like I don't know how to make friends anymore. Very easier said than done when it is just a start talking. But really, it is so easy. I think we humans, we underestimate how similar we are to each other. 
that you don't know how many things you're going to find in common with somebody if you don't talk to them, you know? And you might find that you're actually more similar than you are different. So start with a compliment, then start with your name, then you can just start talking about anything random like, oh my goodness, it's so cold today. <laughs> I always I always defer to the weather. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this class is so boring. I'd be like, yo, I don't understand what this teacher is talking about. Or if we're... I'm using Fashion Club because I've been to a couple Fashion Club meetings. But I'd be like, oh, were you here last year? Like, you know, just... I don't know how to say this because initially or essentially, I'm just telling you to make conversation. And that's what you're asking, right? Is how to. So, oh, maybe I'm not the best person. But, yeah, how to... Oh, this is what entered my brain, and which would probably be more helpful to you. I was listening to a podcast, I think, from Margot Lee. She has a podcast called Working Title. And in that podcast, I think the episode was, um, let me try and find it, Working Title. It might have been her most recent episode, but it was My Drug of Choice. And... I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But in it, she had her friend who she said her friend is so great at making connections, blah, blah, blah. So definitely go check that podcast out if you want more. But what I took from that podcast is her friend had these steps to making a connection with somebody. And it was first, like I said, introducing yourself and complimenting. And then you find out more about what they do. And then you, like introduce them to somebody else so if you're with someone you can just be like hey this is blah 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 my you know this is blah blah blah. you you introduce them to somebody else and that is if you're with somebody else or if you're not with somebody else and you maybe you know somebody that they would get along with or just based on a conversation let's say the person you just met is a instagram influencer like oh hey i know this other instagram influencer or the person, like, wants to go to med school, like, yo, my friend is also on the pre-med track. Like, you know, just connect them together so that whenever they meet or whenever they see the other person, they think of you because you brought them together. So you're you're that bridge, right? And then with that, they always have you in mind as, like, the person who is bridging them to people. And then... um you you always try and make plans later. Like, that's one thing she said was, like, just, like, hey, we should um hang out sometime or we should get coffee sometime or get their Instagram. Instagram is good. Get their Instagram right off the bat for them. Instant connection. I would say Instagram just instantly connects you because now you have an inside look at their life and, like, you know, you see what they do and stuff like that. And you can slide up on stories and boom, friend, just like that. So go check out that podcast, but I hope anything that I said helped. Uh, I'm new to this whole talking to people thing. Um, But yeah, I always start with something nice to say and then an introduction and then find out more about, you know, about them. And people love talking about themselves, so make them talk about themselves to you and be interested, okay? Yeah, so yeah, that is my answer. I hope that helped you. I would be very sad if it didn't. Um, someone said, what can I do if I can't express my idea idea on paper? 
hmm what idea is this this is a very vague question what idea are you trying to express on paper if you can't express on paper i would say say it out like in a mic or like in your notes app or draw it out and then in that i think the words will come to you because if there's an idea in your head you just don't have the words for it as soon as you start speaking the words are gonna come out and then you can translate them onto paper if that helped because <laughs> i don't know what idea you want so i don't know how i can help you on that but yeah i would say say it out loud say it to somebody else and then yeah it'll, you'll probably find the words then yep okay this is a lengthy and juicy one so number three she says your best guy friend confesses he likes you but then tells you he won't do anything because he's still attracted to other girls he has told you to your face he would cheat right now (laughs) then gets mad when you like or show interest in other guys even though you never promised him more than a friendship Then after a party that you both went to, he sends a message that he doesn't want to be close anymore. Hmm. So you guys are, you know, best friends, best guy friends, guy best friend. There's, There's a lot of heaviness that comes with that kind of relationship or territory with somebody, guy best friend, because... Okay, I'm gonna shut up and ask what yeah, I'm not gonna keep going with where I was going with this topic. But I it it is a hard territory, okay? It's a very hard territory and it it seems I mean I don't know, man. I don't know. I think after you spend so much time with somebody, like calling somebody your best friend is a big deal. So this is somebody that knows you, you know, intimate parts of you. And this is somebody that you spend a lot of time with. I find it crazy that anybody wouldn't even develop the slightest sort of feeling or emotional attachment to this person simply because you spend so much time together. If anyone I'm spending so much time with and I'm talking to all the time and they know everything about me, there has to be some sort of emotional attachment that you will develop I I think that's normal so the whole guy best friend girl best friend thing very very (laughs) uncharted territory very murky waters I would say Um, but if it's I don't know man I don't know I was going to say if it's someone you've known from childhood then maybe it's easier but I don't know. I just know my (laughs) side of the story, my testimony with that. And it's just very murky waters, you know? Um, But so, he's your guy best friend, and he's told you that he likes you, but he won't do anything because he's attracted to other girls. Well, then, first of all, he doesn't like you. Because if he liked you, then he would drop all the other girls. I think (laughs) that is so simple. Is that if I really like somebody, none of the other girls will matter. So, yeah, number one, let's start there. He doesn't really like you. Maybe he likes spending time with you and stuff like that because you guys are best friends after all. 
So there is some sort of like like that will develop from that, but not enough to want to pursue you. And that's the key here. Somebody has to like you enough to pursue you. Never let a guy tell you that he likes you just a little bit or he likes you and then does nothing about it. They have to like you enough to pursue you. Otherwise, they're not worth your time. Point blank, period. Um, gets mad when you like or show interest in other guys. Um, okay, so essentially he's saying he doesn't want to be close anymore. Um, honestly, I think it's for the best, really. I think it's for the best. This guy doesn't really seem like a friend because first, um... He tells you he likes you, then he says he likes other girls, but then he gets mad when you like other guys. Like, that's just very, I don't want to use the word toxic because it's so overused, but that's not, like, okay behavior. (laughs) So, I think that it's best that you guys are not close anymore because I think that that is only burdening you or just putting a stress on you because that is stress that you don't need. I'm assuming you're in school, like, you don't need that kind of stress, you know, if they are truly your friend, then they would want to keep that friendship. But if they find that they don't want to be close anymore because of these like weird feelings that they have, then I think you should respect that. And I think it's probably for the best because distance, we do need distance sometimes. Sometimes we're just so close to people that one, we start to take them for granted or just lack of respect. I feel like the more presence you show with somebody or I don't know and I know that's not true for everybody but there's just definitely a lack of like gratitude for your presence if you're there all the time you know so distance can be necessary distance can help you guys you know figure out what it is that you want and then come back later I also saw this thing about love and let me try and find it because it really really helped me when I was going through some stuff And it said, I've been learning, this was an Instagram caption. It said, I've been learning to come to terms with the fact that love is not an everlasting performance in which you attempt to retain the attention of your significant other, but but rather a release of control and putting faith into them, into yourself and into what you have built together. Trusting them that with their freedom of choice, they will choose you and you will choose them. So... I know this person isn't your significant other, but love comes in many forms. So that is something that really helped me when I was struggling with, you know, trying to retain the attention of somebody, trying to not let their eyes wander, trying to keep them all to myself, you know, and that's very unhealthy. So the caption is basically saying love isn't always trying to make sure they're on you, but love is giving them the freedom to to choose and in in trusting in the bond that you've built together, they will choose you because they, they value the bond just as much. And if they value the bond of your friendship, they will come back to you. That's what I interpreted in my situation. And, yeah, if if they have put as much love and trust and value into this friendship as much as you have, they will come to you. And if they don't, then that is not somebody that you need in your life anyway. So let them go distance yourself a bit because this doesn't seem like a healthy situation and yeah um 
yeah i hope that helps question number four she said what is the best way to tell your friends about jesus slash to slash to bring it up casually and i love this question because i am a pro at sliding jesus into everything i say and with this i just have to say that when your heart is really on fire for god god like jesus will not hesitate to come out of your mouth so i think it really has to start with you you know how strong is your relationship with god how connected are you with him let's say you have a best friend you have a best friend like you will not hesitate to slide your best friend into any conversation like when i had a best friend <laughs> or when i have best friends you know whenever i meet somebody and i'm talking to them i just realize i find that i will just randomly bring them in a conversation like oh yo yeah my friend blah 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 loves that too or my friend da, 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 was also there last week you know i'm always bringing them up in conversation because they are always on my heart and always on my mind so you have to analyze your relationship with jesus and be like you know how strong it is it because if jesus is constantly on your mind and constantly in your heart it will just come out of you he will spirit flows through you daily right but he will just you will find yourself talking about him even uncontrollably you will just be like just be talking somebody will come to you for advice boom you mention jesus like it's just natural instinct so really first of all strengthen your relationship with god spend time with him talk to him find the joy in him read his word and make sure that he's on your heart and your mind you know all the time and that so that when it's easier that you don't even have to question if you have to bring up jesus in a conversation because it'll be like duh i have to talk about jesus in this situation you know so that's what i find i find myself just automatically talking about god like it'll be just a random conversation i'll be like okay sorry guys i just have to bring the bible into this but it reminds me of the story about blah 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 blah, and then i'll just flow jesus into the conversation so yeah read your words spend time with him make him a close friend of yours so that it is easy to just say it you know but if we're being more practical i would say that just um find like if somebody comes to you for advice you have to live like you have to walk it like you talk it you know so if you someone comes to you for advice if you are truly if truly Jesus is your best friend then the advice you give them will be what Jesus is giving them because you and his mind and heart are connected so give people advice bring God into this or honestly you could just be like like are you religious They'll be like, no. They'll be like, why? They'll probably be like, are you? And then you say yes. And they'll be like, yeah, honestly, talk about your walk with God. You could just honestly just ask people right off the bat. Or like, do you go to church every on Sunday or something like that? So that's that's what I do sometimes. But normally I just find that when I have spent a lot of time with God, God just flows out of my mouth. And I sometimes find myself having to restrain it. But then I'm like, no, why am I embarrassed? You know, the world is so loud about sin. And, you know, yo, I did this last night. Like, that's crazy. 
But then we as Christians are so, like, hesitant to talk about God with the stranger, but we'll not hesitate to talk about, like, how crazy a party was or, like, how we did this and this and this, you know? So I think we should be just as bold about Jesus as we are about all our other passions. And, yeah, I hope you <laughs> I hope you took something away from that, okay? So I feel like I'm rambling on, but I hope that made sense. Okay, and then we are going to talk about this question. This is question number, I think, five? Yes. And this is from a guy, and he says, Please talk about how to stop masturbation as an addiction. And this was a, ooh, this was a very interesting com- um, question because I did not expect to get this question when I opened my DM. And I'm very glad that he asked me about this. And first of all, that is just so brave to just say, you know? Man, maybe it doesn't pertain to you, but it's just, I know that masturbation and porn is just such a touchy subject because us Christians tend to just hide or don't talk about sexual sin like that as much as we talk about you know sex before marriage we don't talk about other forms of sexual immorality and non-Christians have made masturbation and porn so like okay (laughs) And I used to definitely be in a space where, and this might be TMI, but I have watched porn, I have masturbated, like, I just, it, it like, first of all, it comes not, I don't want to say it comes naturally, but in this day and age, like, it is just, it's just what you do, you know? It's just what we do, and, and since we're so, our body is so inclined to sin, like, it just sort of comes naturally and especially in society today it's just easy porn is everywhere literally on twitter like oh my goodness tumblr was just the hub of porn um now we have only fans uh we just there's just so many avenues to look at people having sex or look at people you know masturbating and also feel the desire to and also feel you know, sexually drawn to that, and, um, it is a very interesting topic, I have not, I have not, um, (laughs) covered this in an episode before, so it's kind of, like, uncomfortable for me, because I don't know where to start with this, and even talking about, or saying that I have is just very weird to me as well, even though there's a statistic one day, and I remember, one day my friend was saying that she's never watched porn and this was like maybe like a year ago or something and me and a couple other friends were like what like and another friend of hers was just like showing us her vibrator and she was like oh you gotta get this blah 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 and then my other friend was like i've never watched porn i've never masturbated and we're all like what that's crazy like like everybody does it like it's just like everybody does it like literally 90% of women or 92% of women masturbate that's what the statistic is and I was telling her I was like "Ah, it's so normal I can't believe you haven't done it (laughs) but um and I don't know if there's like a verse in the bible that is against masturbation but I know that there the 
um, the Bible says whoever sins against their own body. Actually, no, whoever, the, the Bible says there's a lot of sins in this world, but whoever commits sexual sin sins against their own body because you have to realize that the Holy Spirit lives in you. So you cannot commit sexual immorality because then you're sinning against yourself and against the Holy Spirit that lives in you, right? So on the topic of masturbation and, like, addiction, um, before I go any further, I would say you should watch... There's a video Montel Fish posted a while ago. His name is Montel Fish, M-O-N-T-E-L-L, and then F-I-S-H. Just in case you didn't know how to spell it. But um, just type Montel Fish. And then he has um, How Jesus Freed Me From My Porn Addiction. I think that's the name of the video. That's the title of the video. So go watch that because as a guy, it's he probably has a better resource. Also watch um, the channel with the Perrys. The title of the video is called So About Masturbation. And they go in-depth. It's like a 40-minute video on, you know, about masturbation and just how, like, wrong it is against you and, yeah, against yourself, basically. So those are two resources that I would recommend because I feel like I do not have any expertise on this. I will say that being born again, though, the thought of masturbation crossed my mind once, but it was so easy to resist because naturally I have made God my best friend that I don't even want to like hurt him you know and like I would say that one the reason why I think porn and masturbation is just not okay is because it distorts your perception of the human body makes the human body or it makes sex something that is so sacred makes it takes away the the you know the sacredness of it and becomes something that you can just watch and consume and discard like it was nothing but this is something that god had made you know for marriage and for something that is supposed to be like between man and wife like beautiful you know and and now it's just everywhere and it has lost its meaning and um yeah <laughs> i i think it's so wild that we have just grown so used to seeing sex everywhere but i think that the first step to com- combating any addiction or any like sin i would say is first knowing why you are resisting you know because if you just think, oh, I need to stop masturbating because I have to and it's wrong, then no, you have no real reason to stop. But when you figure out why it's wrong, then you have a genuine reason to stop. I don't, like, anytime I know I'm actively about to sin, I immediately stop because one, sin is trans, like, sin is the only portals in which demons can go through. I don't know I want to be demon-possessed, so I try and stay far away. And I know I sin, like, probably every day, but unconsciously. But if it's something conscious, like, I see uh, I see porn on my phone, and I think, should I watch this or should I scroll past? 
I realized, mm, I do not want the demons of lust and all of this, like, coming to me right now. So maybe I should just scroll past. And then I scroll past. So the fact that demons can only be transported through sin is what scares me the most. I am scared of demons. I do not want demons. Another thing is that the Holy Spirit is right next to me. He grieves whenever I, like, actively sin. Like, it's like a sadness. He feels sad. And I I don't want to feel that sadness, especially when I claim to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then I'm going to feel sad. There's a reason why we all feel so wrong and disgusting after like masturbating and i don't know there's probably articles on this on why masturbating feels so wrong after but it is just the i think it's the i don't know what it is but something about feeling so intensely a pleasure and then indulging in that pleasure only to realize that that pleasure left you empty you know what did you gain from that nothing you're right where you are your life hasn't changed and nothing has improved for the better you just (laughs) wanked one out and that was it like what did that that did that feel like you know maybe felt good in the moment but after did you feel like you gained anything no it it only leaves you feeling empty and sad and I yeah and something that's also been helping me not even with masturbation but just like in anything weed partying drinking all these things that i've stopped is that whenever i feel the urge to do this i think you know delayed gratification because once i indulge in this instant satisfaction that i i desire like this instant you know instant pleasurable moment that i want what am i gonna get after you know nothing is going to help me. Like, nothing comes after that. The only constant thing that fills me up is the joy of Jesus and the love of Jesus. And that's what's constantly flowing through my heart and my mind. That's constantly what's filling me up. So I know that these otherworldly pleasures are not going to do anything for me, you know? If anything, they're going to just push me further and further. And we realize that with things like masturbation and porn and stuff, it's it's easy to do them and then feel so far away from God because that's what the devil wants. The devil wants you to not have a relationship with God because once you have a relationship with God, your life is automatically easier. There's no pain. There's no sadness, maybe for some time, but then you realize that there's joy in Christ. So a relationship with God comes with, you know, ease of mind, peace, relaxation. You know that your your situations are temporary you know that there's somebody there who can solve it all you have a best friend or someone right there who can direct your path and lead you and that's not what the devil wants the devil wants you to be in despair all the time in stress in guilt in shame he just comes to steal kill and destroy he wants to destroy your joy ultimately and destroy your relationship with god because god is joy and god is love so when we indulge in sexual immorality such as that um it's just taking our joy away from us and pushing us further and further away from god which is not what god wants at all he wants us closer and to get closer and and also something that's good to remember is that the more you resist the stronger it is the, i mean the stronger you become so 
you say no to masturbating one day, then the next day, the next day, you find that it's easier to, you know, stop because you have built a resistance. And in the case that you do fall, you will get back up. You know that it's, I said no last time, I can say no this time. And what does the Bible say? Once you're, if your finger or what, if your right arm, if your arm causes you to sin, cut it off. You didn't mean literally cut it off, but really, what is what is making masturbating so addicting for you? Cut that off. If it's an app that you have, delete the app. If it's accounts on on social media, you follow that post, uh, pornographic stuff, delete it. If it's the search browser that you just keep going to search these things, um, I was gonna say block the search browser, but there's no way you can block Google or anything. Um, just also, yeah, just 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 try and limit whatever leads you down that road. If you're bored and you you're bored and you feel like watching porn, just find as soon as that thought comes, find something else to compl- like fill your space with. You know, maybe right open the Bible up right right away, <laughs> right away. Open the Bible up right away, and that will definitely take your mind off it for sure. And also, remember, we cannot do things by ourselves. Always ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Always, whenever you get a thought of masturbating, just think, Holy Spirit, please help me. Help me. Help me. You know? And the Holy Spirit will help you. Just all, he's there for you. He's your, he's your teacher. He's your guider. He's your helper. God said, I'm going to send you a helper. So he knows that we're not able to, you know, resist and do these things on our own that's why he sent us a helper so yeah we have a helper ask him to help you and check out the videos i mentioned before there's probably more videos on youtube um, with better insight than i could say but i (laughs) hope that helped you and even just recording this little answer right now it baffles me because i used to be so like Yes, masturbation, it's good. It releases endorphins, and we need to explore our body as women. And I used to be all of that, and I really cannot believe (laughs) I am preaching to somebody against masturbating right now. That's crazy because I really used to be all for, like, sexual pleasure. But the thing is that we have to follow Christ, and we have to die to self. That's what death to self is. It's killing the part of you that doesn't align with God. So... Yeah, I hope any of these tips helped you. If you need more, please let me know. But please message me again if this helped you, okay? Um, Yeah. All right. And then we have a last question. Question number six. And I think this is a good one to end off with. It says, or she says, Okay, so basically, how do you get over your looks? And I mean, like, in general. I have a class that I do online, and and it's going to stop being online soon, and I'm scared they're going to meet me and just be disappointed in how I look. It's also the biggest factor why I never tell someone I like them because I'm just like, yo, those say something about my body and make fun of me. <laughs> and my ancestors did not put me on this in this Africa to suffer. <laughs> but seriously, how do I deal with this? <laughs> okay. So when she sent me this question, I went on her page, and I just was like, what is she talking about? Because I do, like, no, I'm going to be real. When I went on her page, I was like, what? What are you talking about? 
because this girl is beautiful. She's beautiful, and it made me so sad. It made me so sad because I was like, wait, this girl does not know how beautiful she is? What? And and it just ugh, it makes me so sad, but I don't know who to blame. Is it my like, is it society? Is it her? Like, who do we blame for this self-esteem issues that a lot of people deal with lately? Definitely society because, you know, the beauty standards that they push out is very toxic and the, and the minute you deviate from that beauty standard it's like you know you become undesirable and stuff but i just want to say to you first of all before i even give you any advice i think you're beautiful i think you have nothing to be worried about i think i think you're gorgeous your hair is so pretty your nose is the cutest thing i just think you're gorgeous um but how do you get over your looks? I think you have to find the beauty in yourself. And there was a time where I used to think I was so ugly. Thank God I don't anymore. But, I mean, there's still some days where, like, I'll come across somebody on Instagram and be like, dang, why don't I look like that or something? But you really have to realize that, one, nobody in this world looks like you, right? Two, you are not going to look any different like no matter what you do whether you think you're pretty or you don't think you're pretty you're not gonna look any different you know your thoughts don't change how you look if anything your thoughts emphasize how you feel you look so if you feel this strongly about your looks you're making yourself uglier to yourself because you keep telling yourself that you don't look good. So it's only programming your brain that you look good. How I found confidence was I just kept telling myself that I was pretty. I would look at my f- in my face and just keep telling yourself that you're beautiful. Keep finding things about yourself. If there's anything you like about your face, try to, you know, focus on those features. Um, and, and you remember that your everything about your face is designed to look that way. I don't want to, you know, do the cliche like you're beautifully and wonderfully made, but God did think you out. Like your your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your hair, your your facial structure, everything works to be you, you know? If anything was out of place, you wouldn't be you. So that's, you just have to, first of all, accept that this is how I look. I'm not going to look any different. Maybe you could get a nose job or whatever these girls do, but realistically, come on. You're not going to look any different. So one, you have to accept it. Accept that you look this way. Find the things that you like in yourself. And maybe look at who you're comparing yourself to. What makes you feel like you're not pretty? Because honestly, I was like, what makes you feel like you're what makes what makes you feel like you're not pretty? What about yourself is not pretty? And you'll find that you're probably comparing yourself to people who look completely different which is insane because nobody looks like you so why would I compare myself to somebody who looks totally different when they look totally different for a reason they look totally different for a reason because they are them and I am me and that is why we look different and just maybe find people who look like you um to help you see the beauty and because it's easier to see the beauty in others than it is to see the beauty in ourselves so maybe if you find people with similar features you know your afro your dark skin if you find people like that it'll make you it'll help you be able to find the beauty in yourself as well because you're like hey this girl has the same facial structure as me and she and i think she's beautiful so maybe i should think i'm beautiful too you know 
or um i don't even know uh yeah i I just eliminate anybody that you're comparing yourself to on the internet or anything that's making you feel this way realize that you were designed that way to be you for a reason there's no need to be scared about going in person in classes what i guarantee you nobody cares about how you look everybody cares about everybody's too busy caring about themselves to care about how you look you know and i think people find you attractive when you are confident and um this was not a very confident message you just sent to me (laughs) so i'm going to say that you have to change the way you think about yourself because how you think about yourself will radiate through how you walk around and how you act for example when I, when I used to think I was ugly and all of that, I would not talk to anybody. I always had my head down. I was always trying to hide. But when you find yourself beautiful, other people start to find yourself beautiful because they realize that you radiate beauty. Beauty, honestly, is never really about how you look, but how you act. So if you act confident, people will think you're confident. And it's honestly a fake it till you make it moment. Just do not when you meet these people in person do not even act like you care about how you look at all just talk to them have your head held high know that you're beautiful if there's a certain style that you like putting your hair in or a certain you know um outfit that you really like you know try and dress the way the way you feel most confident in and in doing that you will feel better about yourself and other people will, you know, be receptive to that energy. Nobody likes somebody, nobody likes the person who's always down on themselves, you know? People like people who radiate confidence because a lot of the times we're not confident in ourselves. So when other people are confident in themselves, it gives us the energy to be confident in ourselves. So I would just, yeah, I said a whole lot, but I think you're beautiful and I think that you should find the features about yourself you like focus on those the most um do not focus on the things that you cannot change because you can't change them just try to find the beauty in them and remember that nobody looks like you for a reason like you know i used to think like oh i'm not as pretty as this girl but then i would just be like yo like she looks completely different and let's say there's like a thousand instagram girls that i follow i think they're all stunning right but they all look completely different from each other. So why can't me, why can't I, in my complete different face, also be stunning? You know? If that makes sense. Yeah. Just realize all these girls that we think are pretty, none of them look alike. All of them have different features. So add yourself to the list of people that, you know, look completely different and they're beautiful. And I have an episode down on my i have an episode i I recorded i think it may be the fourth or fifth episode and it was the subtle art of being a bad bitch or becoming a bad bitch and in there i go in depth more towards confidence and how i found confidence especially as a dark-skinned black girl and all of that stuff so maybe listen to that one too but honestly i think you're stunning (laughs) and i think that you're good i don't think we should worry about anything but yeah, you're beautiful and God made you beautiful and you should f- find that within yourself. I don't know if that's bad advice, but I hope I hope that helped. Yeah, that is the last question and wow, we are deep into this episode. 
I thought this was gonna be short, but yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for listening and for sending in questions if you did. I would love to do more of these, so send in stuff. And yeah, the next time I ask, just send me something. You know, you know the deal. Follow the podcast, leave a review, send me a DM if I answered your question and you found it to be helpful, please. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you dearly. And I will talk to you in another episode. Have a good rest of your week. Um, If there's something you don't want me to answer on the podcast but you need help with, DM me. I got you. Okay, okay. Love you. Bye-bye. Peace.